Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets FX Week Ahead podcast with Lee Hardman, Senior Currency Analyst at MUFG. It's Friday, 16th of June, 2023, and joining Lee to pose some questions on the financial market themes for the week ahead is Abdullahad Lockhart, Quant Research Analyst at MUFG. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only, and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Hi, Lee. Hi, Abdullahad. Let's kick off. It has been a busy week for central bank policy updates. What have been the main implications for the FX market? Yeah, it certainly has been an interesting week for FX markets where we've seen certainly more volatility over the last couple of days when we've had the central bank updates. To us, there have been probably two main implications for FX markets. So one is the uh, weakening trend in the yen has continued. Um, To us, this makes sense fundamentally. This week, obviously, in terms of the central bank updates, the BOJ again stands out as the most dovish with them maintaining their loose policy settings. Whereas if we look at the policy updates from both the Fed and the ECB, um, they both delivered hawkish policy surprises this week. Fed sort of kicked us off where they signaled that they're planning two more rate hikes, which was certainly more than ourselves and the market were were expecting. Uh, And then the ECB followed that up themselves by hiking rates by a further 25 basis points and indicating that they plan to hike rates again as soon as July and maybe even uh, for a further time in, in September. So that has put upward pressure on yields outside of Japan, and that's putting uh, further downward pressure on the yen, um, encouraging market participants to put on more yen-funded carry trades. And that's supported as well by the broader uh, environment in financial markets. So we're seeing volatility across most financial markets, whether that's FX rates or equity markets. uh, Volatility has been dropping back. Um, and at the same time, uh, investors are becoming uh, more confident and, and to put on uh, risk trade. So all of those factors uh, point towards sort of uh, yen funded carry trades becoming more attractive and that that's putting downward pressure on the yen. Uh, and then the second, I guess, takeaway from, from this week is that we have seen the uh, euro dollar rate uh, climb back up towards the uh, high for this year. Uh, for most of this year, it's traded within a 105 to 110 range, and now we're back closer to the 110 level. To us, this has been driven by a couple of factors. One, like we were saying, the ECB um, certainly delivered the hawkish surprise yesterday, certainly indicating they're more concerned about upside inflation risks, particularly to, to core inflation, and that they need to do more to get those risks under control. Uh, and then outside of Europe as well, we've, we've seen um, some policy developments in China this week, which we think are important for, for the FX market and the dollar more broadly. Uh, we saw the PBOC start to cut rates. And we've also heard um, that um, Premier Li uh, over in China is uh, proposing uh, a stimulus package as well to try and provide more support for the recovery there. So this gives us more confidence that growth in China can uh, pick up in the second half of this year. And that, that's encouraging 
market participants to pare back some of their kind of recent pessimism over the outlook for China's economy. And to us, that's uh, obviously a positive uh, story for China's growth going forward. And on the other hand, it uh, will also help to uh, weaken the dollar. Interesting stuff. So the pound has continued to outperform this week. What ha- what are the main challenges in the week ahead? Yeah, like you say, the pound is certainly one of the kind of big success stories this year in the FX market. We've seen the pound this week climb to fresh highs against the dollar, the euro, and the yen, so against all the major currencies. And to us, it's still kind of a continuation of the kind of same fundamental drivers that have been in place over the last couple of months. One being that the UK economy is proving more resilient than expected. Um, and at the same time, uh, the UK rate market is being forced or certainly encouraged to price in a more aggressive and extended uh, rate hike cycle for the Bank of England. Obviously, the latest kind of trigger for the, the latest move higher in UK yields this week was the um, release of the much uh, stronger uh, labour market report, which showed very strong uh, wage growth in the UK. So, uh, to us, it, it certainly makes sense that the UK rate market is becoming more more nervous that um, the UK may have a, a bigger kind of more persistent inflation problem on its hands than the eurozone or, or the US economies. Uh, so, we have certainly seen that kind of policy divergence starting to be priced in uh, quite significantly into the UK rate market and uh, that 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 has meant that yield spreads between the UK and the US and, and Europe have moved sharply in favor of the pound recently so to us it, it certainly supports this this period of, of, of pound out performance that we've seen uh, whether that continues uh, in the week ahead we would still say that the underlying trend is is higher for the pound from here but there are obviously risks in the week ahead uh, for, for the pound, uh, one being the release of the latest um, UK CPI report for May. Uh, and then that will be followed as well by the Bank of England's policy meeting uh, next week. Uh, obviously, like we've been saying, the UK rate market has moved a very long way now to price in much higher rates. The terminal policy rates has, has, has risen up to about five and three quarter percent now. So, that's about 125 basis points of further hikes from the Bank of England. And to us, we do expect the Bank of England to be hawkish next week and to hike rates by 25 basis points again. Um, but it will be hard to surpass the, the, the those kind of hawkish expectations that are already priced into the market. And that, on balance, we think the risk may be that there could be some disappointment if the Bank of England isn't as hawkish as the market is, is currently priced for. I think really for, for the Bank of England to, to kind of exceed those expectations or to at least meet expectations for, for those aggressive hikes from here, it either needs to hike rates by 50 basis points next week or at least signal that that's coming back under consideration for their next meeting in, in August. Um, so we would, on balance, be certainly cautious about continuing to chase the pound higher in the week ahead given those those risks. And then finally as well, thank you, Abdullahad, for joining today's podcast. Um, I know you have been creating some of your own short-term valuation models for the major FX rates. And it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts on recent moves in the FX majors and whether you think those have been in line with 
uh, short-term fundamental drivers? Yeah, definitely. Um, so our short-term valuation models support our expectation for euro dollar to continue to trade at higher levels, closer to 110. Uh, the improvement in global investor risk sentiment is helping to weaken the dollar, while the US rate market remains reluctant to price in more than one further Fed hike. At the same time, our short-term valuation models are signaling that yen weakness is currently overshooting relative to fundamental drivers and casts doubt on how long dollar-yen can be sustained above the 140 level. Great, thank you. Great insight. Thank you for listening to this MUFG Global Markets podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and reach out to your MUFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.